0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Congress looks to change hiring requirements for those looking to join the federal workforce. The agency in charge of legislative workers hopes to keep things rolling a new bill would require Homeland Security's IG to report any malfeasance by agency leadership. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Several bills impacting the federal workforce are moving forward in Congress. The House Oversight and Reform Committee passes the Change to Compete Act, which would require federal agencies to evaluate candidates based on their skills for a position rather than on education level. The committee also advanced the Honoring Civil Servants Killed in the Line of Duty Act, which would grant $100,000 as the standard death gratuity payment for civilian federal employees killed in the line of duty. A bill to address a backlog of veterans records at the National Archives and Records Administration makes it out of committee. The House Oversight and Reform Committee advances the Access for Veterans to Records Act, which would give NARA $60 million to address its backlog of veterans records requests at its National Personnel Records Center. The funding would go toward updating its IT systems, its electronic records archive, and improve turnaround for Freedom of Information Act requests. To continue enhancing worker protections in the legislative branch, the Office of Congressional Workplace Rights is requesting a flat budget for 2023. That's the same as its current budget for 2022, totaling $7.5 million. At the OCWR's budget request hearing earlier this week, the agency said that the funding request would help achieve its overall mission. That's in part to prioritize health, safety, and accessibility for legislative employees. 70% of OCWR's budget goes towards pay and benefits for the legislative workforce. Lawmakers want to ensure reports of misconduct at one of the largest federal agencies see the light of day. The House passed the Department of Homeland Security Inspector General Transparency Act this week. The bill would require the DHSIG to publicly release any report that substantiates allegations of wrongdoing by a member of the Senior Executive Service or a political appointee. The IG would also have to release reports that confirm fraud, waste and abuse or whistleblower retaliation. One of the longest inspector general vacancies in the federal government is now filled. The Senate confirms Krista Boyd, former chief counsel for the House Oversight and Reform Committee, to serve as the permanent IG for the Office of Personnel Management. OPM has been without a permanent IG for more than six years. The Defense Department has gone the longest without a permanent IG, but that vacancy is only a few weeks longer than the one that had been in place at OPM. A long-awaited postal reform bill is now law, and the Postal Service seeks to raise prices. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. USPS is seeking approval from its regulator to once again raise first-class mail prices, this time by 6.5%. That would raise the price of a first-class stamp to $0.60. A single first-class stamp cost just $0.50 prior to January 2019. USPS announced higher rates the same day President Joe Biden signed the Postal Service Reform Act. Biden says the legislation will put USPS on firmer financial footing. This bill recognizes the Postal Service as a public service, and we're ensuring that it can continue to serve all Americans for generations to come. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Some members of Congress are worried the military's to-do list is getting a little long. Federal News Network's Scott Macione explains. 14 members of Congress are asking the defense secretary to balance the demand signal to the military. In a letter, the lawmakers said constant requests for forces are keeping the military services from modernizing and driving up costs for readiness. They wrote that the tyranny of now is wearing out both service members and weapons systems. The authors warn that the desire to solve every immediate problem regardless of strategic prioritization will hollow out the force for the next generation. Scott Masioni. Federal News Network. The Small Business Innovation Research Program is looking for ways to improve its research on science and technology innovation in the federal government. The SBIR, along with the Small Business Technology Transfer Program, aim to support the missions of federal science organizations. They do that by encouraging small business participation in government research. At a House hearing marking the SBIR's 40th anniversary, leaders reviewed ways to help the program more effectively meet its mission. SBIR is administered by the Small Business Administration. The Defense Department is issuing a challenge to industry and academia to accelerate the development of an open 5G ecosystem. The challenge will help DOD develop and adopt open interfaces, interoperable components, and multi-vendor solutions. DOD will award up to $3 million to participants to submit hardware or software solutions. Speaking of software, the Army wants to build software on its DevSecOps platform, CREATE, to run on any impact levels. The Army was testing it on the business side and in the tactical space for the past year. Greg Judge, Deputy Director of Enterprise Cloud Management Agency, says soldiers and civilians are building applications through the continuous integration, continuous delivery pipeline within days with the service's continuous ATO process. It's a lot faster than the months and years it used to take to develop new applications, Judge says. They can partner with the Army Futures Command software factory and with the Force Command unit. GSA launches a new blanket purchase agreement specifically for cloud technology. Ascend BPA is a multi-purpose, multi-award BPA for agencies to acquire and implement secure commercial cloud services offerings. Ascend will enable agencies to plan and execute cloud acquisitions, and it has built-in minimum thresholds for security, data ownership, and common terms and conditions. Sonny Hashmi, Commissioner of GSA's Federal Acquisition Service, said the idea is to reduce the burden for all agencies and lower administration costs for cloud service providers. And agencies finalize initial plans to adopt a new cybersecurity paradigm. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The White House is reviewing agency plans to adopt zero-trust security principles by the end of fiscal year 2024. That's the goal under the White House's zero-trust security strategy. But Federal Chief Information Security Officer Chris DeRusha says every agency's path will be different. I don't think that you can have a one-size-fits-all approach. So as we're getting this ball and medium sized agency plans in as well. We're going to look at them a little bit differently than we would a huge 250,000 person agency. You can find more information about these stories at FederalNewsNetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White.